He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. On this morning, don't forget to bring your grace giving and offerings. We won't have live worship uh, in person this morning on the third Sunday of December. Uh, we will resume as we watch the numbers for next week and just keep your eyes open and ears open for information regarding service on the last Sunday of the month of the year. And as you know, 2020 has been one of those years we never had before. So we don't know how uh, we've never had an experience like this before. Just keep praying. Uh, and watch God work it out. Uh, wish Merry Christmas to everyone. Have a blessed day on that Friday. We also like to wish Sister Tina Scott happy birthday on the, for the 21st. Uh, it's her birthday on Monday, tomorrow, and uh, we wish her a blessed day uh, in the Lord. God bless you. And again, don't forget, I give a fire up as well. Or our website, www.houseofpraisepp dot org uh, for your donations your grace giving and offerings again god bless you happy new year merry christmas and uh, don't forget the reason for this season jesus christ is the reason for the season god bless you shall we pray oh gracious father in heaven we thank you for another chance to come and hear your word Lord, we ask that you bless those under the sound of my voice Give us your power, your presence, and your peace. No matter what we're going through, oh God, we, we still count it our joy to be in your presence. Oh God, bless those today. Bless your word. Uh, let me decrease so that you may increase. And let this weak, feeble body of mine Lord, be able to give the power of your word to those who need it. We ask you to bless it and keep it, Lord, and the promises by which you have given us. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. O oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. In the Bible, again in the book of Luke chapter 1, uh, the third uh, sermon of this series, the series of Because God Knows, and we dealt with Because God uh, speaks, knows how to speak to us. And, um, on last Sunday, that was a uh, blessed word. And, uh, Sunday before that, because God knows how to show up. And today we'll deal with because God knows how to hold us up. Because God knows how to hold us up. In the book of Luke, chapter 1, and 
On down at chapter at 46, remember Luke. Luke is given the story of Mary and how she has uh, ascertained information from the angel. And she's now at her cousin's house. And, uh, Elizabeth and they're rejoicing. Elizabeth has called her blessed. And, and Mary needs to hear a good word from someone to confirm the word that she has heard and all this good word has caused Mary to have a praise break uh, in the midst of her circumstances not knowing what to do uncertainty surrounding a virgin birth and all of that with all the social pressures and woes surrounding this event she elects to praise the Lord. Let's, let's read Luke chapter 1. I'll be reading the CSB translation. We translation. We ask you to follow along. Luke 1, starting with verse 46. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servants, surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, because the mighty one has done great things for me, and his name is holy. The grass withers and the flower fadeth away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. Because God knows how to hold us up, the title and Mary gives a praise break description of what she feeling. It's almost as if all the other information is trumped about the fact that she realizes who she is dealing with. Pastor Tim Keller said that nobody ever learns who they are by being told. They must be shown. And in the same sense, it's this application of the Old saying, the adage, actions speak louder than words. So much so that spouses show their mates that they are appreciated by listening to them and loving them. Parents show their children their value by lovingly caring and providing for them. Coaches, some of us coaches know that we show athletes they have potential by investing in their development. And it goes on and on. God not only tells us that we are his children and that we are beloved by him, but he showed us love, as Paul wrote, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Can I put a parenthetical pause right there and say that God not only proved his love, but showed his love. That's what get a lot of people in trouble. We talk a good game, but we don't show what it is that we're trying to say. And sometimes your actions do speak louder than your words. I could tell my wife I love her all day, but my actions show that I do truly invest in the very words that I am saying. And Paul said it succinctly that while we were yet sinners, Christ died 
for us. And with that thought in mind, we should not forget that because he not only tells us, but shows us that in our time of grief and time of sadness and despair and uncertainty and that since he showed us his love and since we are shown and told in our circumstances, yet we still have hope in the midst of our uncertainty, despair, sadness, and uncertainty. We still have hope. And in our hope in him, there is a reason to be joyful in our particular paradigm. There is a reason to be happy in our circumstance. There is a reason to be hopeful in the midst of uncertainty and bewilderment. What are we trying to say? What am I trying? Reverend, I'm trying to say that despite all I'm going through, I still have joy. And in the text, Sister Mary, despite confusion and uncertainty, carried in all joy and gave God a praise. And what Sister Mary realized and what we should realize is that we should take hold of the fact that God shows us who he is and what he can do when we realize that the solution to our problems and the answer to how he holds us up is answered when we lift him up. Now, I know I just said, so preach, Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. The succinctness, the end of this sermon can be stated. The end of our trial is very much in this sentence that when we lift him up, he holds us up. <laughs> so despite what you are going through, when you lift him up, he knows how to hold us up, huh? That's good news to know. That's good information right there to store when we have a time of trouble. Let's look at what Sister Mary was her praise break. What was she looking at to cause her to have one of those pandemonium type moments in Christ? Well, let's see. See, she saw God in his greatness. In that verse, in verse 46, it's real easy to see that she said, my soul praises the greatness of the Lord. <laughs> Simple. And her emphasis falls on the very fact of her magnifying and glorifying, praising the Lord. The word means to enlarge or make great. Mary made the Lord great in her soul. In, in her spirit. Why? Because he is a savior and such knowledge inspires praise. And can I just put a pin right there? Some of our issues are not in the fact that we got problems because everybody's going to have problems. It's in the fact that we suppress the knowledge that inspires praise and worship in our soul. We forget that he is Lord, that he is God, and that he is our Savior. 
We tend to forget that in moments of need, stress, and strain, we forget to envelop our minds and our hearts in the fact that he can deliver us. Preach, Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. And if we wrap our minds around that, when we lift him up in the midst of our troubles, he's able to, and he knows how to hold us in those times, huh? That's what Sister Mary saw. She saw his greatness. Yeah, everybody ain't great in your life. Everybody has not been great in your world. He is great. Somebody say that out there. He is great. Mary saw his greatness. Then Mary saw, see God in his, in his kindness. Oh, brothers and sisters, he said in verses 48, because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servant. And surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. He saw his kindness. So not only is he great, but he is kind. He has been mindful of her. As brothers and sisters, we can't forget that while we're going through our struggles, while we're going through our stress and strains of life, he is mindful of us. And he is kind. See, God owes us nothing. He owed Mary not one thing. But we owe him everything. Yeah. And that's what Mary realized in the belly of her bosom, that he don't owe me nothing. And that's how sometimes we Christians forget uh, to give God praise in the midst because we think he owes us something. Yeah, he, he did not need her. She realized, but he chose, isn't that good news to know he chose her? Like he doesn't need us. Don't you ever think for a moment in your life that God needs us? Don't you ever take for granted that God needs you? God can use whomever he wants to. It is just a privilege to be in, in the company. <laughs> it's just a privilege to be in the number. Because he doesn't need us. We need him. And Mary, seeing that that's kind. When somebody don't need you to hang around them, they being kind. Yes, brothers and sisters, beloved. God is kind. God does not have to be so kind to us. But he did show us kindness. And Mary affirms that he has been kind. When he delivered you out of your predicament in the past, he was being kind. Because his greatness, sometimes uh, we forget about the greatness and we forget about the kindness and we forget about the fact that he doesn't have to be so kind because he's so great we just take for granted that he's going to be but no he doesn't have to be kind matter of fact his kindness sometimes we forget that since he promised us he can forget about us if he want to yeah. But he treats us, as Isaiah said, the promise was on the way. That's why we celebrate during this time uh, in December, Christmas, because 
Isaiah said in 9, 40, in 9 and 6 that for unto us a child is born. Now he's telling Israel about the promise that God gave him that the Messiah was coming. Because God is kind to his people. Since he was kind to his people, he kept his word to his people. And that's the same thing about us. He's not going to leave us in our predicament. He's not going to leave us in our paradigm situation. Because he's so kind, he will deliver his promise. Just like he told the people of Israel that he would do. That he would deliver uh, a child to save the people from their sin. And then lastly, Mary said that he was great and he is kind. And read lastly, uh, 48, 49, 49, because the mighty one has done great things for me and his name is holy. His mercy is from generation to generation on those who, who fear him. <laughs> so she saw he is not only great, and he is not only kind, but he's also good. <laughs> and isn't it good to know that we serve a good God? It isn't it good to know that the God we serve is not only great, as Mary proclaimed, not only kind, but he's also good. You see, goodness is in his name because he's been so kind. He don't have to be so good, but he brought you out of your predicament and whatever you need from him he can supply whatever you need from the Lord he can fix it for you and I don't know who I'm talking to but just give it over to the Lord because he knows how to hold you up in the midst of your pain give it over to the Lord because he knows how to hold you up in the midst of your struggles. Just give it over to the Lord. Because he knows how to hold us up in the midst of life's struggles and stresses. In the midst of life's travails and tribulations. In the midst of haters hating. And in the midst of your body racked with pain. He can't hold us up. Like nobody else can. What you need to do today is just turn it over to the Lord and watch him work it out. I know he's been good.
and he's been kind, and he's also been great. He's such a great God, and since he's been a great God, you owe him some praise. Since he's been a kind God, you owe him some worship. Since he's been a good God, why don't you give him some glory? Glory! For what all he's done, and he ain't finished yet. Just give it over to him, cause he knows how to hold you up. He's held you up, when it looked like your money was funny. He's held you up, when the doctors walked out on you. He's held you up, when friends and family talked about you. Won't he do it? Won't God do it? Won't he do it? You would like to get to know him better. Get saved. Allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, it's as simple as ABC. Accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it.